come on, come on. Brothers and sisters, I don't know what this world is coming to. Yes, yes, y'all. Y'all tapped in to the Full Disclosure Show. I'm Derek Lamont Williams the first, along with Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dosley, and Lisa Lisa, the little lady in the house. What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? And we got guests in the building. Legendary Veronica Thornton. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And, and at least at least one announce your guests. If y'all didn't, if y'all didn't catch Black Royalty show debut this oh, yeah. week, yeah. Friday. Lisa. Friday. Yeah, we started our own podcast Friday. So everybody. Yes, Miss Tanya. Hey. How y'all doing? What's good? What's good? How we feeling today, man? How we feeling today? The castles, castles is in the door. Oh, man. It's Happy so birthday, Cotton. Happy birthday to all the castles. Uh, Valerie, birthday was yesterday. David, Bob Eric's coming up. My son's birthday was a few days ago, so, you know, happy belated to my son. My niece's birthday is coming up. Man. My granddaughter's was July the 1st. Happy birthday, Bella. Happy birthday to the cancers. You know, the cancers is hiding somebody's bushes right now. Yes, they are. I ain't ever had a lot of experience with too many cancers that I I know of, so I don't know. You don't live to tell about it. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, uh, you know, I want to humbly announce, y'all, that we are celebrated. This is our 100th episode Give it up for you. Yeah, yeah, indeed. And we was just, you know, just, I mean, you know, if y'all knew, you know what I'm saying, what went in it, you know what I mean? (laughs) You know, you got to celebrate. Yeah, you got to celebrate. You got to celebrate the victories. You know, I remember how people always say, well, when we was coaching, when you kill participates with trophies, you know, people don't want to give the kids trophies unless you win it all. But to me, I always thought that was short-sighted, you know what I mean? Because there are so many small victories that you should celebrate. Yeah. Like, you know, we would start off with 50 kids and end up by the start of the season, it'd be 25. Mm. By the end of the season, we got 14 kids. You know what I mean? Right. So if you started it and you finished that's a win. You know what I mean? That's yeah. an accomplishment. I think that should be celebrated. If you set a goal and you go out to achieve that goal, I think that should be celebrated. Those are wins. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this is just the tip of the iceberg, I'm thinking. And it's going to be, the next 100 is going to be even crazier. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. But uh, so we, we just, we know, you know how we usually do. You know, we're going we're gonna to do this. I kind of want to set it off real right quick and just hit me, you know. Everybody knows what's going on. Independence Day. Every, every day was Independence Day. And I want to go along the panel and ask, what does Independence Day mean to you? And we start with our guests. I mean, put y'all on the spot, you know what I mean? <laughs> put y'all in the frying pan, you know what I mean? But since y'all here. Yeah. <laughs> what, does, what does Independence Day mean to you? I mean, right. <laughs> What's to celebrate? I mean, I'm not gonna say. Yeah, yeah. Strategy definitely. to me just to get a, gain our independence. 
That's what my family was doing. I, I don't know nothing about what 1776 was talking about. Right. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not like I didn't used to celebrate it. I'm not going to even lie, you know what I'm saying? Right. But right now, I don't, so I mean, it's just another day. Exactly. Just what are you celebrating? Messed up in America. Oh, <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Did you see Kaepernick, Kaepernick call it a celebration of white supremacy? That's what it is. That's, yeah, That's basically. That's exactly what it is. Because in 1776, we stole some black people. But they're the only people that have went around the world and done that to every nation. Say that. So guess who's going to be a little bit uh, perturbed when the table start to turn? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, they, we'll be benevolent. We'll be benevolent. Always. <laughs> all the melanated people yeah. are benevolent, though. Yeah. That's the thing. We would fight amongst ourselves, but we weren't trying to go take other people's shit. No. You know what I'm saying? No. That, but that, from that each other it. real quick. Yeah. yeah. That's That's what it is. But before uh, before uh, Lisa and Rich answer, I just want to say this. For me, the 4th of July is a constant reminder of how heavy the indoctrination goes. You know, I, I see every year, you know, people feel the need, even people who understand what it's about, feel the need to go through the ritual. You know what I mean? And it's, it just reminds me, I was just like, you know, I mean, me personally, after 12 years old, fireworks was old. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's the same shit every year. You know, no, no, it's no different. Show me something different. You know what I mean? But I was done with it after that, even before I had to understand or really what the fourth is. And then once I really was like, hold up. It was just automatic. Like, what, what, what are y'all doing? You know what I'm saying? You block it. How are you black? Can you sit there, sit there and, and dress in red, white, and blue, knowing that your like fireworks up, knowing that your people was wasn't free? But it, it, you know, they look at it as the, it's the indoctrination, it's the the ritual. We have to do this, that's and it's just deep, man. Yeah, and that's what it reminds me of every year when I see it. It's that even even this year, even after everything that's going on, and you see people just saying like, hey. We, let's take these white slave masters down. Let's take all this stuff down. Well, y'all holidays gotta come next. Fourth of July, Columbus Day. You know what I'm saying? They gotta go. They gotta yeah. go. Right, but it, it, the good thing that came out of it is what was trending was all countries matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. While you try to talk about happy Fourth of July, fuck the Fourth of July. You know what I'm saying? What, what the fuck? Who got independence? Nobody. 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 Right. But we can't say that it's all about America. Happy Freedom Day. Yeah. Like, what's the Freedom Day? So it's Happy Freedom for everybody. We don't go. It's when? all countries though. It's right. everybody though. It's right. not just us. It's a right. whole world out there other than us. You know what I'm saying? So it can't be just oh, happy America Day. Right. 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 You're right. You know what I'm saying? You're right. It's for everybody. Lisa, 
When is the 4th of July mean to you? The 4th of July in the whole month, it means a whole damn nuisance. I'm tired of hearing the firecrackers. I'm tired <laughs> of hearing the banging. I agree. I'm tired of all that. You know what I'm saying? That, that whole July... Uh, August, that whole... Hey, 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 wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. August <laughs> is a great month. No, the firecrackers, the fireworks. Okay, the, the firecrackers, but don't, yeah. don't, don't, don't down on August now. That's not... That's, not going down that's a good month. That's a good month. You're pushing it now. You're pushing right, it. right, right, right. Like, hold on, hold on. Don't, don't be disrespecting now. No, I, I'm tired of hearing the firecrackers, the fireworks. Like, that's just... Them big Bin Laden's. <laughs> the whole, the whole banging, and they're the same ones every year I seen since I was a chick child. So my kids, my kids didn't even care about fireworks then. Like I would oh, take they them. make loud noises. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then they give you a headache. And I would take my kids to go see the fireworks. Like yeah, figure I'm doing what I was supposed to be doing. Like yeah, and my kids was like, can we go home? Were they scared? And most kids I know, they're scared. You know, it's not nice looking to them. They don't care about the colors. It's the noise. Shalay Turner just said congratulations on our 100th episode. Thank you, Shalay Turner. Appreciate it, man. We appreciate everybody that's been tapping in with us the whole time, man. And supporting us. It's all love all day, for real. And Olary said uh, peace, love, and light, family. Thank you very much, Olary. Hey, Shayla, you over there having fun with my man? Tell her I say happy birthday. Hey, you know, uh, what does the fourth mean to me? You know, that's it's crazy because, you know, I, I'm, I'm somebody, I actually study American history. I try to, you know, uh, especially how it affected my people. And I understand, you know, why some people are proud of it. And I understand why some people wear red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you melanate it and you still celebrate it to that degree at this point, then you, you still might be a little bit asleep. And it's not that I'm trying to cast you as somebody who's not intelligent or somebody who's not woke the whole nine. Um, because I'm one, you know, we've, we've had this talk about the uh, standard for the national anthem. I think that you should respect every country's anthem. If I was in if I was in Iraq and they played the national anthem, I'd do whatever the customary thing was there. But that doesn't mean that I'm foolish enough not to understand what happened to my people in the past. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to sit here and dog. If you hold on to it, that's on you. But as for me, you know, I'm going to always love a day off. Yeah. I'm going to always love some barbecue. And I don't mind the fireworks. I, I even stop my car. Go sit down and watch them because it's just a spectacle. It's nothing special to me though. So we were still in bondage. It's, it's, it's amazing. Like when I when you think of the founders of the forefathers of the country, all men are created equal and born with inalienable rights, right? But we were still in bondage at that time. And I, I laugh because now I still see people today talking about President number forty five. And how he's fighting. You just don't see. He's fighting against the world. He's putting America first. Yeah, he may be. And everything you said may be true. But the framers of this country didn't even include you in their thought process. What makes you think this man is including you in the thought process? So go get yours. 
So when I say you look foolish to me, I'm not saying it's a dog. You, I'm saying it that these people, the, the same thing that they were doing then to gain their independence, they're doing now. And you're not included in it. That's just how I feel. So, What's up, Terry Sanders? Dan mm -hmm. Braxton said congratulations. Yeah, you Thank you, man. Like, yeah, well, all day. <laughs> I was thinking about uh, what some people don't realize is the founding fathers based their principles and the Bill of Rights on what the philosophers of Europe believe. You know what I'm saying? In particular, it was, um, what's his name? John Montague, Baron Montague, uh, John Locke. Thomas Hobbes um, and various other European philosophers during like the 14th, 15th, 16th century that they just kind of pulled their philosophies about inalienable rights and who they applied to. Now, like three of those five philosophers believed everybody should have inalienable rights right, yeah. across the board. Across the board. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now, two of those did not believe that. They said that, hey, if you ain't got the money, you shouldn't have no decision making in anything that goes on as far as what gets governed and structured. Mm -hmm. So they they formulated the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, and even the Declaration of Independence around those philosophers' beliefs about what they thought inalienable rights was. And I think it was just a combination because some people believed in slavery and some people didn't. So mm -hmm. therefore, they had to draw from the people they thought were educated at the time mm -hmm. to say, okay, now because they said this, <laughs> this is how we going to do this. Yeah. So, you know, we going to make it so it's going to be somebody under us. Because yeah. we got to have a lower class because we understand that because we done messed up Europe so much. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about it, Europe done been through so much famine, disease, because... I mean, Europeans are nomads. They're nomadic people. Mm -hmm. And melanated people have always been tribal. It don't matter what part of the globe you go to. We're community people uh, from the lightest of the melanated to the darkest of the melanated. Reciprocity. Yeah. Socialism and we believe in that. Yeah. We believe in that. But, the, but they are nomads. They don't care. They have this individualistic type of mentality. It's mine. They grab. Right. Where we're like, you... That's we that we started bartering. Right. The barter system came from us. Because that's how you get stuff done. <laughs> they, start, they started thievery. Right. <laughs> right. Why would I trade you when I could just steal it from you? Right. I can have it all. Yeah, slit your throat while you sleep. But that's that's where all here's of that came from. <laughs> yeah. So over the time they they figure since this part worked. How can we keep this going for generation to generation? So that's what people mean when they say they playing chess while we playing checkers. checkers you know what I'm saying? But you know what? The, the game has been short, and uh, a lot of people are waking up. Mm -hmm. I mean, just to, we were talking about playing in the stock market and all this other stuff. You know, I'm doing, I'm looking at doing futures, forex, the whole nine. I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, making X amount of dollars, and I, I realized if I had more money to leverage. I would have quintupled what I made in one day. So I, I know if I made this in one day, it's somebody who, who made millions in a day. Right. But now we're privy to this information. It's, it's not hidden from us anymore. Right. And things are only hidden if you ain't willing to look for it. So your independence now is on you. Now I will say this. I watched uh, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan yesterday. Did y'all see his thing? I seen, I didn't yeah. watch it. Shout out to you, Minister Louis man. 
I said I was going to watch it. Sometimes, you know, I don't agree with everything. Yeah. No, sometimes yeah. he be on No, let me, let me, hold on, let me. He's, he's the greatest orator of my time. Fair, fair con. I will give him that. Fair, I, I, I found Farrakhan before I found Malcolm X. Because, you know, Public Gillespie talked about Farrakhan. Farrakhan led me to Malcolm X. Yeah. So I used to listen to Fair, Farrakhan puts the struggle in a way that's undeniable. Like, he, he when, you know what I mean? Like, he will frame it and you be like, yeah. Yeah, how could you You know what I'm saying? You just could say, yeah. And, you know, when, when you see a man like that speaking truth to power, like I remember, somebody just sent me a, a link with him when he was on the Donahue show. Oh, yeah. And I texted him back, like, I watched that show I, when it came on. I, 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 yeah. I remember watching I watched that show, that that show bro. And they were devout Christians, but they watched that show. Yeah. And they talked about it at their church meetings and stuff afterwards. I remember that. I, I sure. think he's a great example of this. We can't get caught up in people's religious beliefs over what they're really saying. Exactly. Yeah. If, if you, you you talking right, you speaking right, I don't care if you're Christian, Muslim, uh, uh, Hebrew, Israelite, I'm rolling with you. You know what I'm saying? Because we all have certain things that we bring to the table. Your belief is your belief. But if your thing is uplifting black people, I'm rolling with you. Right. You know, right. it's not a good argument. When I was getting that, though, the, Brother was so eloquent. I mean, he, he dropped so many gems. Matter of fact, y'all just watch it because I won't do it justice. I won't do it justice. And, you know, I he, he told a story. I just got to share this with y'all. I didn't know they, they poisoned him. Did you know they poisoned him? No. Yeah. So they poisoned Farrakhan. They, they put these, uh, he said, uh, radiated seeds was in his food. And he ingested them. And, you know, radiation burns you. Well, he was burning inside. Oh, yeah. yeah, they had. I don't know if y'all remember. They announced that he died. Yeah, I remember. Remember that when they said, "Oh, Louis Farrakhan died." He yeah. didn't. He beat it. But he was like, "How did they even know I was sick?" Right. Wow. So Winnie Mandela called him while he was in the hospital, and brother, you know, I, they're saying you dead. He's like, no, I'm, "I'm here." But what he was saying is uh, that you can't be a man of. God or a faith, unless somebody poisons you and you make it past it. He's one of the people that did it, but now it's rap. He, he admitted it's ravaging his body. He's like, I'm losing the use of, I'm losing the use of my legs. But he's 86, so they poisoned him years ago. I remember this was years ago. So he's still doing it. And I'm, I'm not saying you know I don't adhere to any belief system or whatever. But I'm the brother speaking the truth, whether you like it or not, whether you feel like he's anti-Semitic or not. He, he preaching the truth. And he even had a talk with the Jews. He was like, those that use the Talmud uh, versus uh, uh, using the uh, Torah. Go back to using the Torah is all he was saying because the Talmud was more of a radical book. It's just, it was a lot of little, you know, eloquent things in there that I'm not, I'm not equipped to even talk about. So I probably shouldn't even uh, approach that, that subject. You know, uh, but y'all check it out. Shout that's, out to Farrakhan. That's independence man. right there. That's that's in, mental independence. Right. You know, once you like 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 y'all, everybody on here making money some sort of way. You know, that's how you do it. You know, you get from having somebody controlling. Right. So that's what I think. And, and Farrakhan was definitely one of the shepherds of my consciousness. Say that. Because like I said, you know, I, I go, I start with PE. I start with Public Enemy Carries One, who introduced me to Farrakhan. Who then introduced me to Malcolm X, you know, because I'm like, okay, now I'm, I'm reading about Farrakhan, I'm hearing about Malcolm X, and then I go back 
knowing that I had the autobiography of Michael Max the whole time in my house for years. Never, oh, never even thought it opened. You know what I mean? And then I started entering. I'm like, oh snap, where's that book at? Yeah, and then I went upstairs and dug through the crate and found it. Okay, I read so, it in the tenth grade. I was in. I was in. I was in the eighth grade. Okay. I was. It was the summer between. One, no, actually, I had failed the ninth grade the first time, and that's when I when I got a hold of the book. But that's when my consciousness opened up. But you know. Yeah. Oh, you was dropping gems when we back there. So Olery, Olery said it was awesome. I saw the live stream, and then I went back to watch the replay. He just simply confirmed everything I felt about COVID-19. Mm-hmm. He had some good things. I'm going to tell you what he said. He said, uh, Terry Sanders went on to say the Talmud is extremely racist. So I guess there's two books that people find. Right, one, the Talmud. Book, one, and, yeah. you know, one is the Torah. Yeah. You know, the Torah I, is just the Old Testament. The Old Testament. You know, Moses, the whole nine. But the, I, So now that's going to make me start right. studying the Talmud. Mm-hmm. Because I, I like to know what I'm talking about before I do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to go and check it out. But um, the, as far as the COVID-19, I guess I let not have bad over if I talk about this. He was saying, stop pretending. This is real. The COVID-19 is real. And he was like, everyone want to say it's man-made, not man-made. Mm-mm. This way, this guy cleansing the earth. Okay. He, now you know he, what? Said, he said, this is God cleansing the earth. That's Y'all, what I've been saying. And he said, and just because we feel we the chosen people of God, that don't mean it. That don't mean anything. Put your mask on. When you're around people, put your mask on. Don't play. He said, now, if they did plan it, it got out of hand. He's like, because if they had, if they had planned it, they wouldn't be this scared. I mean, I, I, I've been saying it. I, I mean, I, God came up at, the, at me at work, you know, since we've been doing the show, people come to me and they want to hear my technos. You know what I mean? And the guy came to me and asked me about this COVID-19. And he was saying that he, he had saw something that was saying how it was the pandemic. And, you know, they doing this to bring across the new world order and none of that. And, you know, and I, just, I felt like I, I just said that. I said, I don't feel like, I definitely feel like it's man-made. To me, there's no doubt about whether it was created in a lab. I think the feel that it was. But I don't think it was meant to get out like that. No, because you you always have to go back to the root of we evil, as they say. And that's the money. Well, anytime you get off the money, you lose the sight of the whole thing. Exactly. It's money and it's power. So if, if it's costing them money... It's not, they not on that. No. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? This is costing them money. So, you know, like, people's like, oh, well, they, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't want to say one thing or another, but to me, when you, if you go back to the money, you think how fast, they, they trying to get you back. They trying to get everything as back to normal as possible to get the dollars flowing and get the money going. You know what I mean? Never going back to normal. It's not going to happen. I think the sleeping giant finally woke up and we the sleeping giant. It's not people. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. There's still a lot of sleeping people. That's why we still have people shooting and killing and acting stupid. Mm-hmm. But that's that element of our society, honestly, that we just need to eliminate. Right. I'm just going. I, y'all know how I feel. I'm, I'm signing militant these days. I, we can't deal with that. If these sisters can't walk down the street and feel safe around me, something's wrong. Something is wrong. You should not be scared. We should be scared of ourselves. And we're gonna talk about that in a minute, boys. I know you heard what happened. You want to know what it means on the phone? All right. Audrey went on to say. She said, uh, uh, "The way I was, I was very involved." At Minister Farrakhan's first appearance in Cincinnati, Ohio in 1989. 
What's up, Kathy Branch? Akia Hodges, how you doing, Queen? You tapped into the full disclosure show. Derek Lamont wins the first. Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dashley, at least, at least the little lady in the house. Special guest, Miss Veronica Thornton and Miss Tanya of Black Rug. See, check those, check them out Fridays at 1. Where you going? Fridays at 1 o'clock, is that? Yeah, yeah 1 o'clock. Fridays at 1 o'clock, y'all check in, y'all tap into that. And we got another comment. Yeah, go ahead. Omri said, uh, he called the politicians out. He called Dr. Fauci out too. He called out the people who are trying to depopulate the world with immunization, targeting it. I got to watch it now. Well, what he did is he called out Bill Gates to hold now. What he said is this. He said, black folks. And he's talking to Africa in general, but throughout the diaspora. If they come up with a, uh, a cure or whatever, a treatment, don't be the first to take it. Not until our scientists, our pathologists, our immunologists take a look at it. Right. Whatever it is, like he said, he's a racist. He was like, but not the way you think. He said, when somebody's good at biology and they study biology, what do you call them? A biologist. A biologist. And when they study science, what are they? A scientist. He said, I love my race. I study my race. So what does that make me? Race. A racist. racist. <laughs> he confused right. it, baby. Oh, you know, I get goosebumps for the minister cold, baby. Yeah. I laugh. The, the thing about it though, whether it was planned or not, it's real. It's real. It's real. It's real. It's real. And regardless of how you look at it, the earth is going to cleanse itself. It's gonna yes, it is. Yeah, because right. that's how nature goes back to is restoring balance. Right. Anything that was out of balance is going to be back in balance. Right. It's oh, working. Yeah. Real it's going. It's doing it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's going to set it right back to where it's supposed to be. So let people. Who feel like it's not? Let them feel like it ain't real. You know what I'm saying? If they mm-hmm. put themselves in risk, you cannot convince somebody to do something that's good for them. Hey y'all, something because last week everybody was on it, so I, I want to hear what the fourth mean to you or what it meant to you. I, I still do like fireworks. I ain't gonna lie, I don't like the stuff. Man, I was in the city of Cleveland driving around all these firework displays. Man, people be in the street getting in. Man, yeah. I know. I like the organized ones that they pay a little bit of money for. That <laughs> I can sell the the ghetto fire, the hood fireworks. Fire 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 somebody you lose two fingers. <laughs> man, right. It was a kid let off. It had to be quarter sticks of dynamite. I mean, it made me jump. Really? Yeah, I grabbed my gun a few times. I'm like, I'm getting old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had my to go with my people. was uh, running around the house. He had high in the bed. Oh. I picked the one kid and he was shaking. Oh. So what the fourth mean to y'all? What, what did it mean to you? What does it mean to you now? I want to know somebody who was celebrating and then just said, was this their last year? Because a lot of people woke up this year. 
Yeah, a lot of people woke up this year. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, a lot of people woke up this year. You don't know, but being conscious for a long time, you kind of want to like, man, I've been here. Now you, well, you, you know, talk about I me. always, I, I, I post. I, I don't even like. I post. Like, I my memories are post up, and I just share my memories because I just be rehashing like stuff people own now. I said eight years ago, right. and I see a memory eight years ago and be like. I just share, like, let's just let y'all know. I was on this eight years ago, bro. I was on this ten years ago. Yeah, bro. You know yeah, what yeah, yeah. What's up, Aaron Rollins? My, my, uh, so Martin Luther King year. connection right there. The LPS, Law of Public Service right there. My whole year, my whole, the whole July has literally changed for me. Because I'm now vegan, so I don't eat meat. So I can't eat them legs. I don't eat. Cheese, so yeah. I can't eat macaroni and cheese. At least they're macaroni and cheese. So, and I'm old now, not over, older now. Older now. And I'm tired of these dang old fireworks. And the fireworks don't mean nothing. And if the red burn off was going, I wouldn't even want to go to the red burn off. It's too hot. Right. That's a whole other aspect. What's you know, being vegan? No, being vegan, you know, yeah. you know on, on, Holidays where you know everybody could right, yeah. I got Check vegan pork ribs out there. <laughs> <laughs> the pigs was vegan. Don't play with me. I've been eating pork in over Whatever. ten years. Yeah. Right. I had stopped mm-hmm. eating pork before I started eating meat. See, I just told you to be. Mm-hmm. I, 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 y'all made them hot dogs look good. Mm-hmm. I ate one that mm-hmm. my toe hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm the only, I, I guess I'm the only person who can eat pork but can't eat beef. Now, that doesn't even make sense to anybody. I can't eat red meat. A lot of people can. My mom can. No? Mm-mm. Maybe that means you just, just stop eating meat altogether. I am. Right after I finish eating my meat. <laughs> wow. I'm like, mm, this is a real bone right here. I'm done. Well, you know what, man? You know, it's like. I'm vegan for 12 hours. 2020 has been. A whirlwind. It's a wake up call. Mm. 2020 has been a whirlwind. You know what I mean? Yes. But what if 2020 is the real 2000? Yeah. Ooh. Right. Yeah. Remember when everybody was so old? Oh, 2000, zero, yeah. zero, yeah. This is it right here. Right. Yeah. What if this is really it? This is what it was supposed to be. Y2K? Yeah. Because, and, you know, the calendar is off anyway. Yeah. We don't know right. really don't what know year it is. We ain't even right. in the right Right. Right. So it could literally be what we thought was gonna yeah. be two thousand, what the Mayans was talking about. Right. Because they you know, they try to interpret stuff, but they well, don't right. know. twenty instead of twenty. Mm. I, 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 wanna, I do wanna go I do wanna go back on something I think you said Veronica we we got to the COVID nineteen and uh being a real thing. And uh, I was having this com- the same conversation I was having, and we were talking about what news, what 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 to believe, what not to believe. And I always go with the nurses. Like when I was looking at what was real, when everything was coming out, when nurses was making videos, uh, this is what it is. That's when I was like, oh, this is real. They let me know. Like the doctors have a reason. They have a vested interest. To go one way or the other. Like the doctors, everybody else, the nurses will tell you what's going on. Right. And the nurses were saying, like, look, people are dying. 
Well, we know we know what a nurse is. Yeah. Who older? He was like, shit for real. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The nurses will tell you who was what. So that's where, that's what let me know that this thing is, is serious. But when the one nurse she did the video, she was crying. Thank like, you, they, Queen. They giving me patients that's already dead. Like, you know what I mean? Nah, the, yeah, it's real. Hey, Dan Braxton said congrats on the 100 episode. Aaron Wallace said congratulations. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. So, hey, y'all, we, we just, we talking up here today. Yeah, we're talking about the 100 episode. What did the fourth mean to you? That's what we was talking about. We still on that, D? I mean, we just talking, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, you wanted to get into the favorite episodes of what we've done or something like that. Because I don't I can't, I can't. We didn't have so many episodes. Yeah, I can't, I can't. I really can't. I don't think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Because they all like kids. Okay, They like kids. You had a hundred kids. What is one of your favorite episodes or one of the most memorable episodes to you? Let me be put you on the spot. That's okay. Yeah, I'm like, uh, let me think. Because there's been a few. Like, I don't know. I just, I guess I'm just one of them people that just seek wisdom. Right. I like, I like the episodes of me talking business. That's me. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm all, you know what I'm saying? And then. I'm going to take Brad this week. <laughs> <laughs> but claim it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm but then when you're talking about Peace. trauma, because you know trauma in the business of trauma as well. Mm-hmm. So that, that interests me. And it's like, okay, because people still don't deal with their trauma. Deal with your trauma. Get it worked on. Look at yourself. See what's going on. You ain't all good. Ain't none of us perfect. Yeah. We fucked up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He fucked up, whether he'll admit it or not. I'm fucked up, she fucked up, she fucked up, she fucked up. We all just got different degrees of fucked up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Right. You can't you ain't no better than the next person. So deal with whatever is fucked up in you. One hundred right. and then start dealing with what's fucked up in your family. So we can heal our community mm-hmm. and then we can get to the business of where we supposed to be. Exactly. Educated and healing. Well, you said suppose you black. Where you supposed to be? Right. Sorry. Where you supposed to be? But you are also right, so it's supposed. Smarty eye. Where her colloquialism is at. The soliloquies and colloquies is just conversations. Out of my tears. She beige. Oh, oh, yes, just a little bit, but make my pockets feel it. Okay, one of my favorite episodes. Um, damn, it's been so many. I think one of my favorite episodes was I got I got two. Was the one when we talked about law for money. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back and rehash that eventually, but that was one of my favorite episodes. And like I think it was like maybe the very first episode. You guys remember when we sit at the wedding table in the dining room and it was us and Dana and my yeah, cousin. Yeah, that was like one of my favorite episodes because it was so raw and just mm-hmm. so we didn't know what the hell we was doing. We didn't know what the hell was going on, but we did it. And it it was fly. And it turned out we just been now we episode one hundred. And it just been better and better. I know you knew, but you've been around for a few episodes. A few episodes, yeah. I don't know. I like <laughs> the ones I have. I mean, I like them all. And I think y'all are the ones I know. Y'all encourage me. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
for Friday. Yeah. But um, I love it, everybody. I mean, your audience. I love. I mean, last Sunday was awesome. Oh uh, yeah, it was. It was really good, and I loved it. But I'm learning. You know, I I didn't have. Now that y'all mentioned, I do have. I can't say it's a favorite episode, but it was a moment. And you know, I, I know Lisa can speak to this. It was a moment when I was like, you know, we was we was doing these shows, and it was like, you know, I was like, man, I was feeling discouraged because it wasn't moving like I thought it should move. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, man, you know, we if we was talking about fucking Justin Timberlake playing with his balls, you know, we had a thousand viewers, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know what I mean? If we was talking about mm, bullshit, right? I was feeling you know, I was feeling a certain way. Like if we was talking about bullshit, you know, we would be viral by now, you know what I mean? And I was like, man, I you know I'm thinking in my head, I don't even know if we wanna continue doing this. And then I got a we had this did a show about the five love languages. And a, one of a friend, friend of mine inboxed me. It was like, man, I tapped in here. You know, I'm feeling I had already had this conversation with it. And then a friend of he tapped me like, man, you know, I tapped in your episode about the five love languages. And I had already read the book, but it reminded me some things. And I used to tap in with my wife and and whoop de woo whoop de woo. And it was like, wow. You know what I mean? Wow. It's like. Okay, like so, it, it I, I, I'm do, it, it is worth it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it just effort is worth yeah, it. Yeah, it just pushed me like okay, this is this, this is you know this is doing something. This is this is worth something. Well, my belief is any idea that sparks movement is a good idea. Mm-hmm. And it may not start out how you think, but at least you start. And some people don't even start. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So even if it does fail, at least you did it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Other people can't even say they tried. No. So the people who are going to be there and support you are the people who are supposed to be there. Yeah. The universe don't put you together by accident. You know what I'm saying? They got the thoughts and go ahead and run with it. But you should be proud of that. Just starting. Yeah. Start a lot of people somewhere. are afraid. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't just, understand why. Right. You know, I was afraid. Starting at the bottom. Yeah, right. Know, not yeah. having right. It, 100,000. Exactly. They want to be at the top right. immediately. You and gotta, that's not, you got to crawl before you walk. Exactly. So once you started and you put in the work and you constantly put in the work, it's mm-hmm. going to do what it do. It's going to build. As long as you on the right path and doing things and in alliance with what is right with you, put it like that, because what's right with you ain't always right. You know right, right. So, yes. what's right with you, then you should be cool to make it happen to a certain degree. Now, if it don't work out, it ain't meant to work out. You know right. what I'm saying? But right. you still did it. And that right. you can check that off, like, try that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Hans Williams say, yo, tried that, didn't work, tried that, didn't work. You know what I'm saying? Just keep waiting. Just keep waiting. That's it. I would say, I, I got a lot of favorites, you know. Like I say, it's like picking your kids, but I would say, like, last week, last week's episode was just dope. You know, just to feel the vibe overall. I, I, was, I go by feelings, you know, I, I, how I feel energized afterwards, but. We, we talked about, before some of that subject we talked about, we talked about suicide. I thought that was one of the dopest episodes because for one, we had a suicide line open and who knows if we saved life or not or if we sparked something that someone 
to say, hey, I recognize someone calling out to me. Let me go check on this person. That might have saved, even if it saved one life, that was worth it. Mm -hmm. One of the other episodes where we talked about homosexuality and, and Dwayne Wade, his situation with his son. The fact that most conscious black people ain't even known it. And to the ministers, once again, Minister Louis Farrakhan yesterday brought this up. I don't have a problem with your sexual orientation. I love the person inside. We have to stop trying to put people in boxes that we want them to fit in. If that's what makes you happy, as long as you ain't hurting no, no, no children, no women or no elderly, I have no problem with what you're doing. It was powerful that the minister had a message to that. Not saying that he openly accepted people running around and mm -hmm. dance around the Daisy, Daisy Dukes the whole nine, <laughs> but the truth is, I don't hate you. But that's separate from the person. It's separate from the person. The truth of the matter is, we have to accept people for who they are. I can't just want to love you because I want you to be, Veronica, I want you to act like this, and if you do this, I love you. That's manipulative. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you, bitch, I'm sorry. I, I don't sorry. know how that works. I can't do that, baby. I can't do that. I got to be me. Got to accept me. But I thought that was a powerful episode because we also called out to like the people who might have been struggling with their sexuality. Don't commit suicide. Don't, you know, don't be, I didn't realize we had somebody that had a gay son that was here that day. Remember, we were talking, and they, it was one of your aunties mm -hmm. or something like that. She, they had a gay son. And I had no, we had no idea. But we were just kind of talking about, you know, you got to be accepted. You know, now, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, like we said before, you're going to have a reaction of, I might look to see a man in a skirt, but that don't mean I hate you. It's just unusual to my brain. My brain ain't computing it right now. Give me a minute to process. But that's just like, you know, when I was barbecuing, you said, did I have on my sandals? Because <laughs> you want to know the barbecue going to be fire. But if I went out to the club with that, you'd be riding me, right? You ain't going to be thinking about how good my barbecue is. You know, like, he showed up with karate shoes and, and, and short shells off. But I should be, that's just human nature. But that don't mean nobody hates you. That's just, that's fun, love, and rhythm. That's, 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 we just right. each other. That's and you know what, man? I, since you brought that up, I am so disappointed in a lot of my community and a lot of the so-called conscious community about this issue particularly. You know what I mean? And I still see like it's bombarded the whole Dwayne way. I see pictures, you know, because I've made my take on it. I ain't my And there's right. people, there's people who will tag me and stuff. That has something to do with Dwayne Wade. And I just keep it going. I, I mean, because I have no... Like, that's... The, the one thing that I say, look, that's that man's son. You know, the whole... They was like, well, 13 years old with you. No. The, the thing is this. Every kid is different. You can't tell me about my kids. You can't tell me what's good for them at what age. I know what's good for my kids at what age. Yeah. You know, they might, it, 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 you know, it's just different. Some of them grow up fast. Some of them fucking immature. You got to smack them up. You, you just don't know. So I can't tell nobody, well, 13 years old, you shouldn't know this. You shouldn't know that. Well, shit, 13 years old, I was fucking like a grown man. But draw straight. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, at 13 years old, everybody is at a different pace. So, this it's just a, a version of somebody telling Dwayne Wade what he should do about his child. Like, I don't want to be in them shoes. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be in them shoes. But from, from what I'm seeing, I don't know what other choice he really had. I really don't. So, I commend him. 
I commend him, and I don't care who I don't care who got something to say about it. I commend him for doing what he feels is right for his child. Period. You but know what I mean? That's what you're supposed to be doing anyway. What's right for your child? Exactly. You gotta create a safe space for your kids. Yeah, but people right. live in this constant state of competition. I'm not competing with nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop trying to compete with the next person. Oh, to say, oh, my kids, he doing this. Oh, well, my kid doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, right, like, let it go. It's, it's not that serious. I mean, let the kids be kids. You know what I'm saying? That's ego. Yeah, because I, I, I look at it all the time because people, they, they talk about how patient that I am with people, their kids, and stuff. They like, oh, you should work in such and such field and this and that. I don't deal with other people's kids. That's OPK. Because I don't know how you parent. And if you don't agree with how I parent, I'm not about to be trying to parent other people's kids. Not teaching them or nothing. And, and shout out to the teachers. I love y'all because these little somebodies. <laughs> I don't know sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But I, I love the teachers. I right. do everything I can to work with the teachers because y'all don't get paid enough. No, they don't. Y'all don't get paid enough. The, the classroom's too big and now they talking about doing this with the mask and everything. It's really going to be some mess. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Bubba, Bubba, said, uh, I really believe that we are all here to teach a lessons of love. Black people, gay people, queers, all of them marginalized. It's easy to love when people look and think like us. Can you love beyond? Can you love beyond that? That's the challenge. And hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me intercept that, Rich. Real quick, hold your thought. Let me, let me emphasize, me personally, what I'm about and what everybody, what I know we're about. The, the, the underlying... The underlying thing about this show, to me, is about love. I th- everything, that that's my, my whole philosophy is about love. You see what I'm saying? It, it, it ha- it's about self-love. It, it's about love of, of, you know, becoming love. You know what I mean? So, like, if, if, if it's one thing that I would love for people to get from, from this show, is that. You know what yeah. I mean? We operate and we move out of love. So if I chastise you, if I criticize you, if I whatever whatever I do, everything I move, I make it's it's, it's, it's out of love. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, so you know, let that be underlining uh, anything that you get. Hopefully, that's what I. That hope. is the full disclosure. That though. is it. We, we that's move it. out of love. Even we move we out of love. Yeah, we, we, we yelling at you, and we have our little nervous breakdown, like I yeah. <laughs> like when your, when your mama whoop you, you know what I'm saying? I'm only yeah, doing yeah. this because I love you. God, I'm only whooping that ass. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but sometimes love wow. is telling you stuff you don't want to hear. And, and also, that's we, it's fun. We brothers and sisters, we're going to pick on each other. Right. You know, right, my right. head big. I had a big head. You talk about my yeah. big head. What I'm gonna do? I'm like, oh, well, you short. Sure? <laughs> I don't know. Let me put it like that. And we do. We do. I'm gonna say something inappropriate. It's <laughs> <laughs> a family show. I'm a good person. And we do. We do right. We do. We do. We go early, Kevin. And said, Derek, she says, I absolutely agree. That's why I try to tune in to hear y'all. And I appreciate it. Everything is love. Everything is love. That's my sister right there. I mean, black-owned business right there. Zoom cleaning, y'all. Go get your stuff done. If you're in the greater uh, Pittsburgh area, go check her out. 
Hell, we got to figure out a way how to send our stuff to her and get it back. Even if we got to drive it up, we got to go out our way to pressurize. Yeah, but so maybe we just pick up everybody dry cleaning, take it out. And and we we just need to just make sure you leave your link so we can send it out. You know, I know I got people out of Pittsburgh that that might not know about it. You know what I mean? So drop your link in the comments so we can so we can share the website. Again, you know, we got the Aura Royalty. I was going to say, speaking yeah, of black owned businesses. Make sure you guys check out Aura of Royalty. If you guys didn't see the pictures of the latest table I did, man, you guys are missing out. My, you look, know let, what? let me I'm frame it real quick. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and post it in just because I think y'all deserve it. Yeah, real quick. I agree. I agree. Yeah, let, 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 me, let me frame it real hey, quick. Y'all see some of the blackest shit I ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Let me frame that real quick. Uh-huh. My son, who many of you have saw on the show, has got his own apartment. Oh, and uh, many you know, milestone right I, here. I wanted to surprise him, and I, I had Lisa make him a table for his apartment that he was very, very pleased. That he's very pleased with. You know, you can't you can't go past the custom you can't beat customization. You can't right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm her <laughs> next customer. I am her next customer. And I can't wait to see what she does. I can't wait to do it. I already got Baby ideas. sis watching this. Can't wait. Man, we get some, we you tapped into the full disclosure show. I'm Doug Lamont Williams, the first Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dastin, Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house, Miss Special Guest Veronica Thornton, and Miss Tanya. We celebrating our 100th episode, y'all, man. I just want to, again, it's about, you know, thanks everybody for supporting. It's about y'all to me. You know what I mean? The, the energy, the vibe, you know, the energy we get back, we try to give back. And it's real easy when it's, you know, positivity. And we're trying to, you know, uplift the community, uplift the people. Hey, here's the website. P-G-H, Zoom, Z-O-O-M dot com. P is in Paul, G is in girl, H is in hello, Zoom dot com. P-G-H, Zoom dot com. Y'all, check her out. Great dry cleaning. Um, I... They have great reviews and everything that they do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one thing to have have something. It's another thing that people say, your customer service is top notch. Because I think that's a knock on a lot of black businesses. I'm well, that's, the that's the myth. That's the myth. Well, it's the knock. It's the knock. It's and, the myth. And then people, you can have one bad experience but, but see, at a black place and never go back. But see, but the, the, the thing is, you got to go ahead and, and run a race <laughs> campaign, but you back buying their stuff. Right. Gucci yeah. black. But you you're talking about numbers. You talk about numbers. How many black businesses do you frequent during the day? You see what I'm saying? Ray. So you go to one one that don't open at ten o'clock, you get there at ten, they say they open at ten. It ain't open when you You're get talking there. about Jamaican food spot. <laughs> I went there but we opened around eleven. Full disclosure show. Start around six. <laughs> I said around six. Shadell Ray, thank you, brother. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate your love. Hey, patronize, go out your way to patronize white business. Hey, white businesses, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Y'all got to lock on 99% of everything. We just don't want to be that poor 1% anymore. That's it. You know, if we only 12% of the population, if we were all millionaires, that still wouldn't upset your apple cart. You still have a whole bunch of poor white people. 
support black people. Yeah, you, <laughs> hey, you done cussed out the, the, the spectrum. You done cussed out the spectrum uh, public, uh, on the phone for two hours. And you ain't cut your cable off. <laughs> you know, you didn't cuss that over for two hours. Yeah, I, just like, I wish you would have cut my phone off. <laughs> I just went through that. <laughs> I kid you not. And they send text messages. They send text messages. Now. They call my cell phone Spectrum. Oh, Spectrum. They call my house oh, phone. Then they text the, uh, me. Y'all remind me. They be wanting ninety nine dollars. Yeah. <laughs> And do Spectrum like dealing with the mob. <laughs> hey yo, I wouldn't bother you if you paid your But Don Vito sit me down. <laughs> hmm, something like that. Spectrum, they all said bills. They said they said collections for real. Like I'm coming up to you, like. Hey, I do want to say we are jamming. Oh, yes, we are. Yeah, yeah. But hey, dang, that was an hour that quick. Yeah, hey, hey, man, you know, another thing, too, I want to emphasize is people, your voice is important. And, you know, that's the one thing I had to understand about myself. You know, you talk, and I talk about my own personal journey, my own growth. You know, this is not, this was not my stick. This is not something, you know, I never wanted to be a celebrity or wanted to be center attention in front of the camera but when you grow and you learn to love yourself you understand the value of yourself you understand that you have something to offer you know what i mean and when you know a lot of people don't understand that they have something to offer you have something to offer you have something to offer you have a voice your voice is important however you want to deliver it and bring it you know, everybody ain't for the camera. If you, you know, you writer, however you want to get down, your voice and who you are matters. You are important. And, you know, one thing I learned, you know, in preparing myself to do this, because, you know, we talked about doing this a long time. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I would watch all different types of podcasts, and I would hear all different takes on different matters from X to Z. And it was like, you know, like, okay. You know, okay. I, you know, everybody's take... I can I can breathe in, you know what I mean, and say, okay, my take is important also. You know what I mean? Because ain't nobody saying what I'm thinking. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, it's not about, you know, we get caught up in the messenger, but it's about the message. Everybody has something to say, and I like to encourage anybody, right. Right. everybody, however you're going to say it, whether you write the post, whether it's through memes, whether it's through books, whether it's through podcasts, man. And that's the one thing about social media. They... At to still this point, they can't control the narrative anymore. You know what I mean? Through the media, they used to be able to control everything that we saw. Like, even with this COVID-19 thing. You know what I mean? But you got people who working in it. People who can say, nah, this ain't what's going on. This is what's happening. And they can't control the narrative. So we need to, everybody needs to put their voice out there and, and make sure, like, nah, this is what it, you know, this is what it is. Can I share something with the world before we go there? Go ahead, please do. The NFAC, which stands for not fucking around. <laughs> can I read can I read something that I'm gonna show you? About 1,000 heavily armed militia, all of whom were black, marched to Georgia Stone Mountain Park on Saturday, challenging white nationalist groups in the in the area to either come out and fight. Or join them in demonstrating against the government. Stone Mountain State Park officials said the black militia group was peaceful, orderly, and escorted by the police. 
as they call for the removal of the country's largest Confederate monument near Atlanta. Videos posted on social media showed the group, What's the up, Not dude? Fucking Around Coalition, and FAC, excuse my That's language. what it is for real. They're not fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you That's was joking. Yeah. Hey, I'm about to join that coalition today. <laughs> I am not fucking around anymore. I'm about to call you brothers today. <laughs> they, they want to rule a nine-story court sculpture that depicts former Confederate President Jefferson Davis and Southern General Robert E. Lee and Stonewall Jackson, NFAC founder, Grandmaster Jay. Told Newsweek via phone Sunday, the militia members at Stone Mountain on Saturday were 100% black, and they are not affiliated with Black Lives Matter. We are a black militia. We aren't protesters. We aren't demonstrators. We don't come to sing. We don't come to chant. That's not what we do, he said. Hey, can I just show them a little something? Okay. Okay. All right, flat out. Flat out. Bye. Necessary. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate oh, you. Thank right. you. We didn't Fuck all that praying. Mm. <laughs> we at your door. We at your door. Right. You understand I'm me? Coming. We here. Fuck all that kumbaya. You hear me? Mm. 
television and sports and stuff mm-hmm. and now that we got that break away mm-hmm. and the mind is just open mm-hmm. we vibrating together we don't understand mm-hmm. some some people who act crazy they really don't understand that's your ancestors talking to you it's they your your dna is talking to you that's why i don't even get in arguments when people say i'm this i'm that i'm this yeah i believe you because that's what your dna telling you but your dna telling you you ain't here for nobody to beat your ass you ain't here to be nobody doorstep you here to, to live and live your life the way you want to live it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Can't nobody, man. That was a show of power right there. Now I don't know what the ramifications gonna be of that, but we've been being victimized. That group went to their doorstep. Right. But I don't. I wouldn't call them ramifications. I wouldn't talk to me. It. Talk that's, to me. That's the catalyst. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the signal. If you didn't know, that was the signal for all y'all talking about y'all already. That was the signal. <laughs> they set it off for us, didn't they? They just told you how to do it. it. You see, the police was right there. Like, we not about to fuck with them because they not fucking around. Now, right. Isn't it amazing <laughs> that they didn't get shot with rubber bullets or tear gas? Exactly. Because they were they really You know yeah, why? Yeah, they were. But do you know why? Why? Talk to me. Tell They're me. not fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> NFAC, y'all fucking around coalition. I don't know who you are, but I'm about to look you up. Yeah. Yeah, we need They're to my cousins in there. Right. <laughs> Those are your cousins. You like, they fuck up every barbecue. But when something go wrong, who the first one you yeah, call? NFAC, like, shoot. But you know, you got the people who always talking about, I'm, I'm tired of protesting, I'm tired of protesting. Okay, well, so are they. So that's that's how you do it. Now you see how it's done. So you duplicate it. That's how strategy is done. That's I how wars are so won. Much. <laughs> <laughs> they made me so proud. Now, I guarantee you won't see another shooting in the hood. If them, them dudes show up and they talking to them young dudes that's acting crazy. Because we need to do it. The, all the way around. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be uh, uh, Uncle Ruckus up here because I, I don't want people true. looking at me like that. But, but that's how we police our own communities we, as well. When we used to police our own communities, we didn't need the police. Then the police told us we could police our communities and then they, they, they put drugs and violence into our communities. And then they took our power away. OGs used to run our hood. I used to get a whooping. If I got a whooping by Miss Minnie, and Miss Minnie told my mama she had to whoop me, my mama was going to whoop me because she was embarrassed that Miss Minnie had to whoop me. And then once my uncle found out, because my daddy wasn't there, my uncle whooped me. So we don't have that in accountability anymore. I ain't saying it's all great. I ain't saying violence is the key to everything. But I'm saying there's a pecking order that goes on. Let us police our neighborhoods. These shootings are stopping. That's how you self-govern Right. What's up, Paul DeBerry? What's up, Brandon McThorne? You tapped into the Full Disclosure Show. Barbara Rich Green, Dick Dazzley, 
Lisa, Lisa, the little lady in the house, Bobby, uh, and we got a special guest, Miss Veronica Thornton, Miss Tanya. Lisa, you want to talk about uh, this uh, 100th episode, y'all? 100th episode. What, what you just heard on this whole Hey, y'all, I ain't even shocked nobody video, about it. Coming on the video. The NFAC, wanna... how y'all feel about the NFAC? Real quick. Like, I'm loving it. What did you say? I'm sorry. How do you feel about the NFAC? The Not Fucking Around Coalition. That's oh, what you deserve. Oh, yeah, they are uh, my role models. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... I agree. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I agree. That I'm was beautiful. I'm that was beautiful. Be researching them and taking yes. notes. Let's got our own local chapter. Oh, look. Uh-oh. 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 Hey man, you know what? I want to, you know, one thing that What's he up, said in the video, and they, they, they singled out the Ku Klux Klan. Let's talk about the Ku Klux Klan. You know, the Ku Klux Klan are like the guardianship for white supremacy in America. Mm-hmm. You know, we go back in history when, you know, the free the slaves were emancipated and went to, you know, find. Great success and great, you know what I mean, in America. You know, we established towns, we established great, uh, great economy, you know, from, from slavery. You know, when people talk about, oh, you can't, you can't get over slavery, this is so many years ago. You know, when we, we, if you had just left us the fuck alone, <laughs> we would not tell them where we would be. You see Say what I'm saying? And then the Ku Klux Klan came in. That was the guardianship. That was the guardianship for white supremacy. They were the foot soldiers. They went on foot and went into these communities and burned the burned the churches. Went and burned into the, yeah. Went into the jail, dragged people out of jail cells, giving keys to jail cells, dragged people out of jail cells, and hung, gave them own, own their own form of what justice was. You see, you had to understand what the Ku Klux Klan was. So the symbolicism of unapologetic black men going into the home of the Ku Klux Klan and sitting right here on your motherfucking doorstep and saying, listen here, this is it. This it. What you and, want? And, and, and you know, when people, you see memes we say the Black Panther Party is gone, but the Ku Klux Klan is still here. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's yeah. a symbolic, you know how they used to cut off our nuts when they, when they would, they were eating they were lynches, yeah. 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 It was it was symbolic. It's symbolic. And that's what this was. That's what they did. The Ku Klux Klan is yeah. yeah. Cutting off the nuts of, of white supremacy. You guys supremacy. just remind me of this book I did, I, I had learned to read, read called uh The Delectable Negro. And it kinda and it tells talks about how white people have always had a fa- fascination, not all white people, but racist. Racist. Yeah, you're saying precious white people. Look at Lisa, she like, she let break this down. Mm. I ain't said all oh, y'all. You <laughs> <laughs> don't want no white right. people. Y'all right. ain't not for that bunch of no, we talking about two uh, racist. Racist only. Uh, uh, prejudiced white folk who had this uh, fascination with consuming black people. And it talks about throughout history how they have chopped up our body parts and have consumed them. And in they mind, if they eat us, then they, they will become us. That's so true. Yes. And that's and I was just wanting to get this book, and you, you guys like just reminded me. Yeah. You guys just reminded right. me. Y'all want to talk about? I mean, I ain't. We talking Christianity. Y'all want to talk about rituals? Y'all eat crackers 
to represent you guys eating the flesh of a dead person and then you drink wine to represent the drinking the blood of that person. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To your spirit animal. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if you ask me, y'all, those people have always been some freaks, if you ask me. And so, yeah, you guys just reminded the, me that I want to get that book so I can read up on it. Because that would be a, a conversation, that a topic that I would like to have and discuss. Say that. So, yeah. So I asked, I asked the group, I said, what was the favorite subject we discussed on the show? Olu said, Mama, every topic on the show has been interesting. So, and I, thank you, and thank you very much, man. Because we, you know, we go through a lot on the on the content. You know what I mean? And trying to come from an angle that you know nobody else is coming from, or yeah. talk about things from an angle that you know what I mean that needs to be talked about, and so nobody else talk about. So, and it could be a challenge. You know what I mean? But you know, you just try to tap into yourself. And, and, and come up with like this is what you know you know this is what needs to be discussed you know what I mean so a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff like I, I like to talk about is men's health and men's mental health and, and the discussion that we have you know in relationships and, and, and how you know difficult it, it can be to be men in this country and for women to try to understand that how difficult it is for us at some time. You know, we talk about toxic masculinity, we talk about, you know, in 2020, you're supposed to be vulnerable, and you're supposed to be able to express your feelings, but how hard that can be when you have to take hold together a household, you know what I mean? And everybody is looking at you to be strong. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, this conundrum, you know, I, you know, I, I like for women to try to understand how difficult that can be for a man. How you can be strong and vulnerable at the same time is very hard. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's very hard. Like you don't want to. You don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to cry. Like you know, you you break down, and she looking at you like, "Can I count on this motherfucker Bitch, to I protect you?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ah, you was all weak ass. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there's a there's a balance yeah. that, wrong with that there's a balance <laughs> that you know what I mean that you know we try to toe. That can be very difficult. And I have this conversation with men all the time. You know what I mean? So just try to get... Because that's the foundation. The family. Everything else, man, woman, child. You know, yeah. we have to come together and bond together and keep that family unit intact, man. Because that's, that's so key. That is so key. However your family is. You know, the traditional family is... is, is Every family is different. You got stepkids, you got adopted kids, you got, you know what I mean? You got kids that you look out for, and neighbors, because you know their mama smoked crack and they ain't ate all day. You know what I mean? But you know, however, however the family goes down, that's really the, the foundation of everything we try to do. We got to keep the family unit, the black family unit, mm -hmm. intact and rolling. You know what I mean? And then we can move on into 2021 and beyond. Uh, I remember one of the, uh, one of my favorite episodes, you just reminded me of the episode when we talked about how women always feel the need to chop their body up, add this, do this, you know what I'm saying, instead of just being happy with 
what you have yeah. or learning to accept what you have. Women always feel the need to get these ass injections. And then there was those, mm. those women that was getting those yeah. botched <laughs> injections with the concrete. Yeah. <laughs> with the concrete. <laughs> and the silicone, well, not silicone, but the um, styrofoam. And uh, Kay Michelle had shared her story. She had to get hers removed. It was on a show. Yeah. On cable. Uh-huh. Yes, I saw it where it ate her from inside yep. out. So, yeah, I remember that. And just the, just the struggle and just the pressure that women feel to always feel like you got to have this, you got to look like this, or you can't go out without no makeup. You got to wear a wig. You got to do this. You got to do like. If I just can't be ugly, then why? I mean, sometimes I just want to just not comb my hair. Sometimes I just don't want to shave. Here's a shocker for women. The only thing you need for men to really be attracted to you. Now I want y'all to listen. Get your pins out. <laughs> Seriously, no. I, I think y'all need to hear this. Sometimes. You have to have a vagina. <laughs> okay, so now what? we got Olary. Olary said we need to have a discussion on how to deal with Karen's. Have yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That'll be on the show. We'll hit that on the next show. We'll talk about that. We got to hook up with somebody named Dr. Jeff Mincy. So let's look up. Yeah. All right, we're going to do that. We got to talk about Karen. But no, I, I'm serious. Just have a vagina, pretty much. That's well, well, you know, I think that it all goes in U turns, right? When we talk about love. Is that horrible to say? Yeah. You know what I mean? We talk about yeah, love. We talk about loving yourself. The most important love is self love. Mm-hmm. You have to love yourself. And then, you know, everybody can sit there and say they love themselves, they love themselves, but do you really? Do you really love yourself? Do you really take care of yourself? Do you really think about the things that. Harm you. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's deeper than just saying people can say I love myself, but they don't live that life. You know, right. You know what I mean? We all been there, though. Yeah. All of us. Well, and, yeah, because and, and the thing is, we're, we're like, at least we're just saying society wants you to be insecure because that's how they make money. If you fat, they want you to be insecure so you can get skinny. If you're skinny, they want you to feel like you need to gain weight. You know what I mean? If you're light skin, they want you to feel like you should be darker. If you're dark, get tan. You gotta go to the tan If you're dark, they want you to believe you gotta bleach your skin. Like it don't matter. They don't care. They just want you to be insecure so you can spend your money. If your titties is little, they want you to think you need big ones, so you need to put these implants in. Yeah. Is too little, but you know, it don't yeah, matter. They just matter. want you to not love yourself, and, and that goes back to what I'm saying that they don't want you to see your own value and your own importance because they that way they, they kill two birds, one stone, they stifle your voice, and they get your money. You know what I mean? So, you it all starts with self. Self love. Hey, you got the step today, boy. And again, this is our hundredth episode, man. Again, want to kind of And it ain't gonna stop. And we don't stop. I thought I told you that we don't stop. Thought I told you that we don't stop. Thanks to our special guests, Roger Thornton, this time here. Again, I said, tell the people in your life you love them, man. We want to thank every single one of y'all for supporting. Showing love in any which I mean, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. We appreciate y'all. And uh, 
You know, it's, it's all love all day. Tell the people you like to love them because tomorrow ain't promised. Keep hey, it moving. I want to thank say you to, to the Norman family. I'm sorry for your loss. They lost their mom this yeah, week. Yeah, condolences to Roland and, and his sisters, y'all. You know, our, our, our thoughts and our, our best wishes are with y'all. We love you. Peace. TrezonaStables.com. Check her out.